Hello and welcome back to the Life Abundant Podcast. My name is Susie Seidel and I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so excited to be here with the next guest, Miss Molly Moon. Let's go. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm like Susie's long lost twin. <laughs> I feel like That's we're fair. both really similar, like both only children and just have a lot of like similar personalities. Um, I am an econ major, but not in the business school. That is my personality trait at school. Um, I am literally obsessed with dogs. I miss my dog so much, and I can't wait to get a dog next year. And, yeah, I'm from central Illinois. That's about it. I guess when I was on with Olivia, I talked about, like, when we first met, and our How We Met story is pretty good, so I guess I'll share it at my expense because it's pretty <laughs> embarrassing. But I was in econ class one day and I guess a little bit of a backstory I had a little crush on a guy and I changed his ringtone on my phone so that I would know it was him texting me but the only ringtone I had bought was in fact Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus I I don't know why I have it like Literally I guess it was 2014 yeah I guess it was probably from when I was in like middle school or high school but um I had it as his ringtone for a while and it never really caused me any issues until a fateful day in our econ class and I was in class and like out of nowhere it was dead silent like, literally in the middle of the lecture and like the chorus like I came in like like just blares like in the class it was so loud everyone looked at me and it went off like three times like I could not figure out how to turn it off like it was so embarrassing and my teacher was like what like is the vibe over there and I like told him straight up I was like I had a crush on this guy and I changed his yeah. ringtone Talk about honesty. Yeah. And I remember this one girl in the class was like, I'm so surprised. Like, you said that. Like, why did you say that? And I was like, it's funny. Who cares? It's true. Yeah. Um, and then a few days later, I put some... What? Do you remember what I put on my story? You, like, put something else about Miley Cyrus on your story. Why? I, I don't know. I, no, I think it had something to do with spin class because it was, like, a Monday. Yeah. Or Tuesday that you had posted it because I went back and looked the yeah. other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's in our DMs. about it. Um, you would like post something about your spin class, and like, oh, it was, I honestly like, Miley Cyrus theme. Or that was week. it Justin Bieber? I don't know. I f- somehow like Miley Cyrus was on there, and I was like, oh my gosh, like are you gonna play Wrecking Ball? Like you, yes. And, and then I was like, like, oh my gosh, no. And I was like, shoot, this girl's in my econ class. Like it was so embarrassing. But I knew your name because our friend Mandy, like I had met up with her. Mandy, I miss you. Yeah, Please we miss you, home. Mandy. Love you. She's abroad right now, but um. I had, like, we had just, like, talked about you, so I knew your name, and then I realized that you were the girl who sat in front of me and had the, like, Jesus stickers on your water bottle, and, like, I was friend-crushing on you for so long, and then, yeah, I just finally put a name to a face, and, like, realized it was you, and then I told my hairdresser this, like, whole story a few weeks ago, and she was like, oh, that's so cool, like, that's why God, like, used that guy you had a crush on was, like, so you could just be Molly, and I was like, oh, word, that's so true. Mm So, yeah, it's really cool how that worked out. And then I just had a conversation with him the other day. (laughs) We have to keep his identity. He has no idea who I am, though. I don't have a crush on him anymore, guys, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) He's giving out a bid. That's all I say. But I guess speaking of crushes, um, today we were kind of planning on talking about relationships, which is a very big topic. For both of us, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely had our experiences but I think it's a really cool thing to talk about and I think that's like a big part of life yeah um is relationships and 
you know, it's just like one of our purposes and one of the things that we get to enjoy here. So, well, and especially like how they intersect with faith. Mm, like good. if your relationship is not like if your faith is important to you, your faith should be important to your partner. And like mm. if your relationship is not rooted in your faith, like what's the point? That's yeah. my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. Funny little anecdote about my relationship, dating history, whatever. <laughs> um, so there were two guys in high school that asked me out. The, Go off. Um, like, I, like literally years apart. And I dated <laughs> the second guy. I didn't date the first guy because I was not in a place to date. I didn't really want to date. And I l- also literally did not have the time. Mm-hmm. Like I was entering a really busy time in school and like extracurriculars. And I was like, I literally don't have time to see you. Yeah. So no, sorry. And then he ended up moving six months later so it all worked out but these both of these boys men whatever have a similarity that i figured out the other day that is embarrassing for what me. is it they both played shrek in their seventh <laughs> no wait they both played shrek in their seventh grade musicals oh so my like, god the first guy is a year younger than us so like he played it the year after my boy like my ex-boyfriend played it so they both played shrek and i have watched my ex-boyfriend's show on DVD, like, twice, and then I saw the other Shrek in person, not realizing it. I don't know anybody else who has dated two Shreks. Not one, but two Shreks. It's so embarrassing for me. My that next, is insane! So, now I'm, like, either my next boyfriend literally is going to play Shrek again, or it's a sign that he's not going to, has not been Shrek, and then it's going to work out. Yeah, like, that literally has to be, like, a first date question. Like, have you been in a production of Shrek, and, and what role so, did you play? And you Shrek? Because if you were, I'm leaving right now. Thanks yeah. for my drink. Okay, literally, I've been in Shrek, too, and my friend Olivia, who has been on the podcast, as we know, has also been in Shrek, and we just watched her video of it. So, I, I don't know what's with, like, Shrek. middle school and Shrek. My high school, my grade school did not do Shrek. I've seen <laughs> Shrek several times. I have not been in Shrek, and that's okay. The first time I actually saw it was in St. Louis. I saw it in St. Louis, and too, I at had, the Fox. Yes! In, yeah. like, third grade? Yeah, we yeah. I remember, there. like, he Did came running the down the ears? Yes! I have the ears! That's, okay, well... That's just my little quick lo- anecdote about <laughs> my mind, choice in men. Don't mind the Shrek moment, but... Yeah, I guess just kind of as a basis to start um, and talking about relationships, and this kind of extends to friendships, like romantic relationships, even relationships with family, stuff like that, but how would you describe, like, your walk in relationship with Jesus, and how has that shaped the rest of your relationships, um, like, based on, like, what you know from him? Um, I would definitely say, like, growing up, I always knew, like, Jesus was there, like, we went to Mass every Sunday, like, prayed before meals, and I was raised Catholic, and so, like, literally, I've only attended Catholic schools, and I always loved religion class, but it was always, like, I felt like I knew the facts and, like, didn't have a relationship with him, and then I realized that in high school and just tried to work on it, but definitely, like, didn't do as much as I could have, but also, like, I was in high school, and so, whatever, mm-hmm. Um, and then definitely now, like, the more I have definitely seen my faith, like, explode, especially, like, and, like, second semester freshman year is when I started to find, like, these... Of college? Yes. Yeah. Is when I started to find, like, these really great, like, faith-filled friends that I had been missing for my whole life, and, like, my friends in high school were good, but, like, these girls, like, these women, like, literally pushed me to be a better Christian Mm. and just be a better person all around, 
And so it's kind of been with that that I have seen how my relationship with Jesus has just been increasing in trust. Like, definitely a lot more trust over the last year. And I that has definitely affected my relation like my personal relationships here Mm -hmm. just I feel like I have been a better friend or I have decided to stop being friends with someone because of like how like they treat me or treat others and that definitely like played into like why my ex and I broke up yeah so yeah 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 I a breakup was like also like a very pivotal point in like my faith and my walk with God too and I had broken up with my boyfriend that I dated in high school um, in February of 2020 on Valentine's Day. Might I? <laughs> what are you gonna do about Happy it? Day of love. Yeah, used to being that was like really questionable of us to do. <laughs> but um, so well, I, I technically have not been broken up with yet. Okay, we're on go a break. off. We're on a break. I'll get more into that later. But. Oh my gosh. Um, But, so we broke up in February of 2020, and then obviously March 2020 is, like, when the coronavirus, like, kind of first hit, and we were in, like, intense lockdown, and I just kind of found myself just at a very, like, broken place, and I was just, like, grieving this relationship that I had just gotten out of, and now I didn't even have, like, school or sports or friends to distract me, like, I was, like, literally locked away in my house, like, by myself, and so I feel like that's where I really came to, like, rely on God, is, like, the source and like perfecter of my faith like Hebrew says and I like couldn't rely on somebody else now to um like hold me accountable to my faith but I really had to like find that relationship with Jesus on my own in that time which ended up being like such a gift and even though it was a really really hard season in my life like I'm so so thankful for it because that's where I was really able to take on my faith as my own and um that gave me like such a strong foundation especially um, in that fall going into college of like who I wanted to be and like who I could surround myself that would help me become that person. Yeah, exactly. Does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so if you're wondering what that disruption just was, Molly asked me if the microphone was plugged in and I had to tell her that it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it, and I was like, well, maybe it's just, like, plugged into an external source, and then uh, somehow it, it like, Bluetooth connects, because I know know (laughs) people that have, like, a Bluetooth mic, but no. Okay. No. Anyway, back to ASMR. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I love how you talked about how um, you just, like, were able to surround yourself with really uplifting women that, like, held you accountable to your faith, and I think that a lot of girls, especially, like, in college or in high school, are like, I really want that, and... Um, that's something that I desire for myself and that's something that I hear in books and podcasts and from the church that I should be doing but like I don't know where to start so kind of just like walk us through like your journey of finding those people and any like advice or guidance you have for people who are looking for um, just relationships that can help them grow in their faith um I would just say the biggest thing is going out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Maddie, my roommate, and I were talking about this today, just about, like, pursuing, like, wanting to pursue those, like, Christ-centered friendships. And honestly, like, the biggest thing is just, like, taking that first step towards it. So 
September of my freshman year, I went on this like mini retreat that our campus ministry did. And that was where I first met my now friends. And they were all in a Bible study together. So they were a little clicky. Like they already knew each other, but in like. It's just intimidating. It's really intimidating, especially Abby. Like Abby just (laughs) looks intimidating, especially with the mask on. (laughs) And Abby's like, were you scared of me? And I was like, yes. Abby, we miss you too. Love you. Yeah. Anyway, um, and so, like, part of that retreat, you went on this, like, Emmaus walk, they called it, um, like, about the road to Emmaus with someone, and so I was randomly paired up with Mary Hampton, Mm. and so we, like, talked for, like, an hour, and, like, everyone did, but that's how I, like, met my friends, and then my leader, like, my small group leader was also, then became my Bible study leader, because I had then texted her like a week later and I was like hey I know you lead a bible study like do you happen to have like any openings like can I join and like since it was like very beginning of COVID everyone was still like kind of freaked out with like numbers and stuff so she's like let me check and like talk to people and then I'll get back to you so that's how I joined my bible study and that's like where I really met my friends And then some of them were in my sorority. And so I just got to become closer with the girls. And then um, I got mono. And so I went home. So I ended up being home for an extra month. Mm -hmm. And then it was Christmas break, which was two months long. So I literally didn't, like, come back to campus until end of January. So I did Bible study online for a little bit. But then I remember, like, coming back to school and, like, I lived in the same building as a couple of the girls and they like invited me to their room and then like we all just started to like hang out in a group and I would go to like the Monday night campion masses with them and that was very much like how we became friends and it was definitely like uncomfortable for me to like go to this retreat where I didn't know anyone and like asked to join a bible study where I had literally met this girl for one day and I was like hey can I join your bible study and she was like oh okay. Um, so I would definitely say going out of your comfort zone is the biggest fight. And like, that's like a very similar story to Maddie is she was like, I literally just like kind of forced myself into your friend group. But like, we obviously like welcomed her with open arms because like we were, it's not like we'd been this like existing friend group for like years. Like, no, it was really freshman year. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely like going out of your comfort zone and showing up to those places that, you know, you can find Christ, like the Catholic Study Center for us. Like, those girls introduced me to that. And so by my, like, continued appearance and, like, presence there, that's how I continued to meet, like, more friends and, like, continue to grow my Christ-centered friendships. And then also just go to your regular class, and that's how you'll meet other Christ-centered friends. Yeah. And make sure that they have a Miley Cyrus ringtone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I I love how you say, like, get out of your comfort zone because I think that a lot of times – because, like, I would say that my – piece of advice in this would to be prayerful Mm -hmm. but I don't think being prayerful should be confused with being complacent yeah and especially when you are asking God to like be revealing those friends to you you can't just be sitting in your dorm room waiting for somebody to knock on your door like you have to be active and like going into the place where like you know like you said you'll find him and then you'll find those people that also are searching for him too yeah so I second or first semester of my sophomore year um, I knew that I just really wanted to be pursuing friends that I knew how to relationship with God and that would um, just like be with me in that way. 
and I got connected to our friend Mandy that we mentioned earlier, and I got coffee with her, and um, she just kind of was just, like, ushering me into a place where I got an email. <laughs> um, that there was girls that were going after the same things as me. And it was definitely really scary at first to, like, kind of put myself out there. Oh, and Well, and backtracking a little bit, like, I was trying to um, get involved in, like, a different ministry and, like, find people there. Mm-hmm. And that's when my friend Grace, um, she's studying abroad right now, but we were kind of doing that together. And, you know, again, we were being super prayerful of, like, God, like, please reveal to us, like, who we can, like, create friendships with. And... Um, just like having our lives to lift us up and we were going to this thing and we just like didn't feel it there Mm -hmm. and we just kind of like got some answers to prayer of just like this isn't really where we're finding this right now nothing against anybody there but we just so then like I met with Mandy just a few weeks later so like the timing worked out really well where God was like that's not really where I wanted you thank you for trying but yeah I'm gonna lead you in this way so also that like I guess what I'm saying with that is like there is trial and error and like sometimes you will um you know find a club or a group of girls that you know you kind of start hanging out with but you just kind of realize over time like I don't think these are my people and that's okay and like that's not something you have to be rude or awkward about like you can just be like, hey, like, I really love hanging out with you guys. I'm just going to kind of hang out with some different people for, you know, the time being. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be this, like, awkward, like, bad thing. Like, people are, like, making and changing friends all the time. Like, it's really normal. Especially as long as you don't hurt college. anyone's feelings. Yeah, especially in college. Yeah. Um, and, like, even in high school, too. Like, I know for me in high school, like, people hang out with different people all the time. Like, it's totally okay. Like, going back to getting out of your comfort zone, I, you know, knew I really wanted to pursue these girls. I just, like, loved them, and they made me feel very loved. And so I really wanted to hang out, but I just didn't really know where to start. And I decided to send out an evite and I, like, made an evite on the actual website. And it just said, like, hey, like, please hang out with me. It's like, you guys are all really cool and I want to be your friend. So can we please do something Christmassy? And we felt bad because we already had a birthday party for one of our friends planned that weekend. And we were going to do karaoke and it was like a 10 person max. <laughs> On the karaoke, like, we had a private room. Yeah, they all said no on my invitation. No, I said maybe, depending on the day. Well, I said maybe, but I needed Susie's help for our econ class, so I used that against her. Um, So we all felt, like, awkward, and I was like, guys, like, we need to respond. So I reached (laughs) and then we had, like, a little Christmas party the next day and just hung out, and we played games. We did Secret Santa. Yeah. And somehow it was, like, forgotten, like, somehow got messed up so did you get two gifts or did me someone else get two gifts i think somebody else got, Mandy two, got gifts. two gifts yeah yeah but it was so funny because we were i was like no we're making this work like yeah and i think that's and like we, a good thing too like you want to advocate for people that i don't know that just like need a home like yeah you just like need a place to be and i appreciate you advocating for oh, me thanks well i mine is just like i know what it's been like to be on the outside and also, I don't think people knew how close we were. Because I remember I was, like, the cookie party night. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me check Susie's location. And Abby's like, you have her location? And I was like, we're actually, like, friends. Like, yeah. Like, we don't just have class together. Um, so that's, like, anyway, I don't really remember I was going with that now. But just definitely going out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And also, once you are in your comfort zone and established, like, advocate 
for others. Yeah. Like yeah. This. Yeah. I also, I feel like a big thing I learned last year, and this also came from reading the book Everybody Always by Bob Goff, which his books are so amazing and just, like, really um, hold me accountable of just, like, how I love people. And I think what I really learned is that loving people looks different. And sometimes, um, like you said, in a case-by-case basis, loving somebody looks like hanging out with them all the time and being a good friend and, you know, making plans with each other and doing stuff in groups. But sometimes loving people looks like not really having a relationship with somebody because it's not the best thing for either of you. And that's definitely more sad and it's more difficult, but that's just what's realistic and that's, like, what needs to be done in order so that you can both, like, be the best version of yourself, you know? Um, and I've definitely learned that in college, like, you, you aren't best friends with everybody, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just kind of talked about, like, how you can, like, be proactive in, like, making good friends. Um, so I guess, like, what are some, like, qualities that you look for in a friend? I would say my, like, biggest thing is honesty, Mm-hmm. And you don't, like, brutally honest is, like, different. Like, like <laughs> don't be mean to me. Yeah. Like, okay, so Maddie and I, my roommate, like, we joke, like, sisters. Mm-hmm. And so... Maddie's like, queen. I love she her. She is a queen. I love her. I know also. she's listening to this. I love you, babe. I'm going to make her listen if she doesn't. <laughs> um, And, like, but, like, we joke, and so sometimes things sound brutally honest, but, like, I know, like, A, we're kidding, or B, they come from a place of love. And so I think honesty and, like, t- is the biggest thing and that like also plays a part with trustworthiness like if I can't trust you with like a secret about myself or like yeah just like if you know you're gonna hear it reiterated from someone else yeah and it might be incorrect and like ooh, no and also I think one way I really figure out like if I'm called to be friends with someone is the other people they hang out with Mm -hmm. I think it's I remember hearing this in high school like you may not be the people you hang out with, but you get associated with them. So yeah. Like, and if you are, like, part of the, like, very big, like, party, like, group that, like, dates each other and sleeps around, like, even if you don't do that, like, you're still in that group. So people who don't know you are still going to, like, associate you with that. So, and, like, obviously, like, people can change and it can be hard to leave friendships like that. But also, like, if you... If people just don't have a positive community around themselves or they don't talk well about their other friends, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, It's kind no. of a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, and I also, like, wholeheartedly believe, like, you are, like, the five people you hang around. Like, I think that we can all totally tell, our like, when our personality changes or exactly. when, like, our habits change based on the people that we're hanging around. And so, like, I want to be hanging around people that are going to, like, encourage me to have better habits and challenge me and like, make me think, like, hard about myself, um, not all the time, like, sometimes I just want to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I don't want to be, like, interrogated every time I hang yeah, out Yeah, but just, like, but. I don't know, like, I'm just thinking of, like, my friends, like, Stella and Grace, um, that, like, I've been friends with, like, since high school, and, like, they, just, like, the way that they love other people and the way they love God, like, makes me want to be a better person. Exactly, And, yeah. like, something I always say is that, like, I think that they're better people than I am, you know and so like that makes me want to be better so like I would say that I look for somebody that I think is like a better person than I am not like exactly not not in like a self-deprecating way but like in a way that makes me want to like be better and like be on top of it and just like 
grow in a way that I can be better. No, exactly. I definitely noticed, like, so first semester freshman year, I pretty much exclusively hung out with my roommates. I didn't really have any other friends because, like, it was hard to meet people and um, just, like, COVID Mm -hmm. and it was just not a good time. And I definitely was like, oh, like, I don't cuss as often as they do. Like, I don't really have this inclination to, like, drink or, like, talk to a bunch of guys. And, like, yeah, I was in a relationship at the time, but also, like, I've never been like, oh, let's talk to three guys at once. Like, let's make out with guys before (laughs) we're even dating or before we even go out on a date. Yeah. That has just not been me. And so... I definitely noticed, like, how negative I felt all the time and, like, lonely I felt when I hung out with them. And being with friends that are just so, like, Christ-centered, and some of them still, like, struggle with their relationship with Christ, but are still honestly just really good people that I think it's, like, pushy, like, that pushed me to be Mm -hmm. a better person because ultimately, like, the point of any relationship is to get that person to heaven. That's so good. That's so good. Whether it's like romantic, platonic, like any interaction, like we're supposed to love them like Jesus does. And like Jesus wants us to get to heaven. And so we should do that for our friends. And so if I don't see that person like striving for that for their friends, it kind of makes me less likely to do that. Yeah. To be their friend. Yeah. And like an example of that, that like I even experienced like a few days ago, I was just like having a really tough day. And. Um, like, something where I struggle with in my faith is that, like, I can rely on my feelings a lot, and, like, when I feel sad, I, like, get upset with God, which, like, Mm -hmm. obviously is very rational and, like, something I'm working on, but, um, yeah, I was just having a tough night, and I called my friend Stella, and, like, she was like, hey, can I pray for you, and, like, prayed with me on the phone, and so, like, she kind of, like, forced me into, like, snapping out of it and, like, going to God with my, like, issues, my bad day instead of, like, trying to ignore him, and so, I think well, just and also the divine intervention in that situation. The fact that you called Stella and she is abroad. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little backstory. I called so my friend Stella lives in Scotland because she goes to college there, and so I called her probably like six or six thirty. So it was about like midnight there, and she didn't answer because she was sleeping, and I kind of expected that. But then a few minutes later, she called me and she said that she just like randomly woke up and like saw that I had called and knew something was wrong. So. Um, she answered, but, or she called me back, which was really cool. But also I think that just goes to show too, that I know like her relationship with the Lord and like how close she is to him. And so like he, she is so obedient and like he produces such great fruit through her. And so like, it's such a gift to know that she's like active in her relationship with God so that like he can serve me through her. Mm -hmm. And like, that is just like, that is like the epitome of an awesome friend that just like allows God to like move through them like, to serve you, like, just, like, that service, like, leadership, like, that's, like, a major at SLU, not, what am I trying to say, like, a servant, yeah, like, a servant heart, like, it's just, I'm, like, so, so thankful to, like, not only have Stella, but, like, so many girls around me that, like, I know do the same thing, and, like, even yesterday, like, as we've been talking about, like, I just kind of started hanging out with, um, some, like, new friends, like, new girls, and, I was at a Bible study with some of them yesterday and like I just like confessed like something that I was like really really struggling with and like it felt really awkward because like I'm not as close with them but um like they just met me with like so much love and like so much grace and that's not because of our friendship but that's because of their relationship with God and so I think that when you are friends 
I, like in Ecclesiastes, it says like a three um, chord strand can never be broken. And so in a relationship, like, and I learned this in my sociology class, like a relationship that's a dyad, which is two people is an unstable relationship because it kind of goes back and forth. But a triad is a much more stable relationship because the third person balances everybody out. And like, that is what God does in our relationships of two people. Like he's like that third person that gives us strength. And so when we, like when we have a relationship where God may not be present and it's not like a Christ-centered relationship, that's okay. We just have to accept that we're going to have to make up for when the other person falls short and they are going to fall short and we're going to fall short too. But when we have God in that relationship, like he can bounce us out and like compensate and use our mistakes for when we do fall short and it just makes for a much more stable and strong friendship. Definitely have yeah. noticed that in my own life. Um like, in my, like, romantic relationships, um, I, like, we, like, we were both raised Catholic, like, I thought we were both very into our faith, Mm -hmm. um, and he just wasn't, like, a open person in general, and so I was like, okay, well, like, some people don't, like, want to talk about their faith, like, their personal relationship with God, because that's private, and, like, some people don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. doing that, and that's whatever, um, but I just remember, like, I would feel weird being like, oh, how did God, like, how did you see God in your day? And, like, I was, like, scared to bring it up because I knew he would think that was weird and be like, why are you saying this? Yeah. And so I think just the lack of God in our relationship, like, it was there. But, like, like God was like, hey. But God wasn't, like, actually a part of our relationship. And I think that very much ultimately, like, led to like the decline of our relationship and that like caused us to like bring each other into sin like together and separately and it just yeah so like my biggest thing like going forward in all relationships is like there needs to be some sort of faith and I'm not saying like your friends have to be Catholic or have to be Christian but like even if they're like well your expectations have to be different yeah 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 I kind of I kind of touched on this earlier but I almost had like the opposite in my relationship, um, in, like, a dating relationship that I was in, I had just, like, I guess, had, um, I don't know, I guess I had just started going to church, like, just was kind of starting to pursue my faith, and I was going to this youth group, and I met this guy, you know how it goes, um, but I was, like, still very new in my faith, and I still had a lot of questions, I still was unsure of a lot of things, but, what kept me going to church every week was, like, to see my boyfriend, you know? (laughs) And it, like, he really held me accountable to being more involved and to asking questions and to, um, like, he had a discipleship leader. So I was like, well, I want a discipleship leader. And so, like, I started meeting with, like, a woman in our church. And it was really awesome, honestly. Like, he's a great guy. Like, he really held me accountable in my faith. But I feel like there, and I was a year older, so there was kind of a shift where I was going to college. And um the relationship just kind of started to decline and I just I don't know I feel like I realized it later on but came to this point where like my relationship with God like needs to be my own now Mm -hmm. and I had this moment over the summer where I was at like a um worship night and just like was having this moment with the Lord and I just really felt like my spirit just like perceived like God saying to me like I had to break your heart for him to restore your heart for me and in, like, my circumstance, I needed to, like, be free of that relationship so that I could have a relationship with God on my own and not, like, 
tied or accountable to another person because like when our faith is reliant on somebody else or something else we're it's not your faith yeah it's not your faith like you're missing it you know and again like it was such a hard breakup and it was one of the most like difficult things I've ever had to go through and like you watch like Disney Channel when you're little and like people are really sad when they break up with their boyfriend eating ice cream crying all the time and I was like this isn't real I was like that's drama I was like (laughs) and I was like it's it's not that bad like that's just Wizard of the Place it is that bad it was it was horrible like even like like I was definitely ready to break up yeah, like, having that breakup is hard. But I think in my situation, I feel like I was kind of, when I was finding my friends and growing in my faith and, like, developing into, like, I'm, like, I'm a daughter of Christ. Like, I deserve mm. to be treated a certain way. That's good. Right? That's good. Like, realizing, like, being around these girls that are, like, no, like, Jesus loves you so much. Like, yeah, they're just like you don't. Yeah. and like it definitely pushed me so much closer in my relationship with God. Like mm-hmm. our relationship declined like for months. I would say, at least I felt it. And like I remember, like I would be in the chapel of my dorm, like cry, like literally sobbing about like the state of my relationship and mm-hmm. how I was unhappy and I just wanted to fix it and I just wanted things to go back to normal and like so we could be mm. happy again um and like I remember just like praying like so hard and being like please just like fix this yeah and that's a thing and so it definitely like got me more into my faith and like yeah should I have been praying about only my boyfriend no yeah I there was like I, I that's not the only thing in my life that needed work but it was like through podcasts and through my friends and through like hearing things at bible study that I was like no God is so good and God has someone for me and this isn't it yeah and like what a gift that and it, you didn't have to like waste any more time or yeah. energy on a relationship that like God didn't have for you and like I'm sure like he had so much purpose for you in that relationship like in that season but it was just over and I think that was a really tough pill for me to swallow like like God like had so much purpose for me and you know used what I was saying of this person holding me accountable in my faith for the time being but he knew that time was over and like again Ecclesiastes like there's a season for everything and um that season was just done and I just remember like being on my knees and just praying like God like please like restore this relationship like I want it back like I want to go back to normal but like it just remind and um something that I kept reading and just like hearing sermons and different things on during this time in my life was like the or the Israelites in Egypt and um they were in slavery in Egypt for so many years and finally like God like brought them out of it and like brought them out of Egypt and the second they got out they're like okay we want to go back like we're more comfortable there like we knew we're used to this yeah. yeah like we knew what life was like there and that's where I really found myself I was like I was delivered from this relationship and being brought into like the promised land and mm-hmm. like the land flowing of milk and honey but I just couldn't see it yet like I was in the wilderness at that time yeah. and I just remember wanting to go back to like what I knew and to what was comfortable and God was like you prayed for me to like deliver you from there and like I'm trying to bring you here like you just have to change your perspective and so I think that yeah like just like what a gift that he like wanted to bring you out of that relationship and into this new land even if you just haven't seen it yet you just might be in the wilderness right now um but I just remember like 
so being like confused but like looking back and be like no like God taught me so many lessons that if it if I hadn't learned this lesson in this relationship I could have screwed up or like the relationship with the person I'm supposed to be just because like I mean like I feel like every relationship has regrets and we definitely had our like fair share of mistakes Mm -hmm. and relationships are hard and they're hard to keep chased and it's just a struggle and especially as like teenagers in high school yeah. and like you never see each other and it was and like I'm thankful like things didn't go as far as they did but I also have like major regrets and like I have dealt with a lot of shame with that yeah I feel that um but also I'm like no like I like Jesus saved me when he was supposed to like in this relationship oh yeah that yeah. it's like no now I know like these are the boundaries like I'm going to have like physical emotional mental like these are the boundaries for my next relationship yeah that I will make sure exist yeah I'm finding a verse right now because I just sent this to some of my friends but there was a verse in Genesis and Maddie for listening to this we talked about it in our Old Testament class um Abba. and yeah this <laughs> is in Genesis 20 and like it's kind of out of context but um, God, like, says to um, this man, he just says, um, I've kept you from sinning against me. This is why I did not let you touch her. And, like, that has just been true for me in so many times and in so many relationships after this one that I've been talking about. But just, like, how God, like, intervenes to prevent us oh, from same. going too deep into a situation. And, yeah, just, like, his goodness and his faithfulness and that is just so beautiful. And so I think that there's been a lot of times where I've been frustrated with God of, like, you, like, didn't do this thing for me, but he looking did. back on it now, like, I can see his hand in so many things. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I have definitely, like, seen that, not just in my life, but, like, in my other friend's life, like, and just, I have seen it in the lives of, like, my high school friends that, like, their relationships that are mainly physical like they never end well and like it honestly leads them like towards more sin with like different people yeah and then they just like cope with it like through alcohol and it's just it's hard and also I was listening to this podcast the other day it's the what in the dang heck podcast like it literally changed my life and that it literally helped me like realize the worth I have and I was like no like I need to be out of this relationship Mm -hmm. um but just because, like, in the goal of being chased, like, you don't have to date a guy that you're not attracted to. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you, like, I very much, like, date to marry and not, like, oh, like, I'm going to marry this this guy because we went on two dates. Like, yeah. you know, like, be realistic. But also, like, if you're not, like, that's... If you're not of, all in, If like, you're not attracted, like, it's okay yeah. to say no. Yeah, yeah. I think kind of, like, I don't know, just starting to kind of land the plane a little bit. But I listened to, um, I totally recommend everybody listening to it. It's um, the Relationship Goals, like, sermon series by Michael Todd. It's literally so good. But he basically just talks about um, one of his big points is how um, in the Gospels, Jesus says, um, like, love one another as yourself. And I think that sometimes we take that out of context to be a little bit more self-serving of, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to do all these things for ourselves, like have self-care, blah, 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 blah. But I think his point in saying that is that like, 
we can only like love as much as we love ourselves and so like that comes with recognizing our identity in Christ and like who he says he is who and who he says we are and the love that we have from him and so I think but before you go into any relationship whether it's a friendship or a dating relationship that you have to be like fully complete and content in yourself and in your relationship with God because if you are looking for a relationship or a friendship to like compensate where you feel like you fall short in your own self-esteem like you're just putting your faith in making that person an idol yeah and I think that's just like the best like piece of relationship advice I've ever heard is just to like you have to be fully content and complete in yourself before you can be like an effective person in a relationship I completely agree with that because I definitely like went into my relationship like feeling like very confident I went out of my comfort zone and I was like hey like we've always like had crushes on each other back and (laughs) forth like we literally went to like three dances together yeah before well it was going to be four but rip senior year prom same and then at the time I was also like dealing with body image stuff and like I have always dealt with that and it just was like getting worse and then our relationship continued to get worse and so I think I put a lot of like my value well, I wouldn't say a lot. I feel like I didn't. He feels I think you like inherently put some. You put some into your relationship. I think he, Yeah. Thought. Yeah, that's a good point, though, is, like, but when you do put, like, your value in your relationship, like, your value is in Christ. Like, God has already, yeah. like, said that you are seated, like, at his right hand in heaven. Like, he has already said that you are chosen, that you are not forsaken, that you are worthy, that you are redeemed. Like, he has already said that about us, and so we do not have to, like, put that on somebody else's shoulders to give that to us and I think that I was at a really insecure and like vulnerable place going into my freshman year in college and so when I got attention or like felt valuable from boys like I clung on to that and I made so many bad decisions because I was putting like my worth and my identity in what they were saying about me rather than like what God said about me and now that I feel like I'm a lot like stronger in my faith like I don't need that exactly (laughs) and that's the thing I feel like in my relationship I went into the relationship like confident and but I didn't and like I knew who I was but not in regards to like my identity as a daughter of Christ right and so then I may have lost more of my like worldly or like secular confidence like in my appearance and like, whatever, but in regards to, like, my personhood, I was like, no. Like, yeah. my worth was being found in Christ. That is such a good point. And so, like, it was when I was realizing that, like, no, like, I deserve more that I think, like, like mentally I knew, like, me, like, spiritually. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Like... Well, knew my personhood in Christ, but physically I, like, felt awful about myself. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, well, I feel awful about myself physically, but, like, mentally I'm like, I am an amazing person. I'm like, not to be cocky, but I would consider myself a good person. <laughs> well, um, that's what God has already said that you yeah. are. And so I think it was, like, in that. Well, he doesn't say that we're good pe- people. He actually says that we're, like, kind of the worst, but he loves us anyway. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Um. But I think it was in that that I was like, no, I kind of need to get out of this relationship. Yeah. That just reminds me of, um, it's either 1st or 2nd Samuel 17 where God says, like, 
the Lord or humans see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. And so mm-hmm. I love how you were saying that maybe you weren't what is considered like what's desirable and what's lovable from like the world's perspective, but like in Christ, like you were all you need to be. And I think that's like such a beautiful thing to think about and like why we can't put our identity in like the world and like what people say about us. Um, and I don't know, I was at a wedding this summer and it was like a horrible <laughs> experience. Oh yeah, I but about that. yeah, but I honestly, I think one of like God's purposes for having me there was, um, during the vows. And again, I literally didn't even know who these people were, but <laughs> they had really awesome vows. <laughs> and this girl, don't know her name, <laughs> that I was at her wedding. And you didn't even crash it. Like you were no. so invited. <laughs> no. But anyway, she said to her husband, um, well now husband, she said, I love you because you don't need me, but you choose me every single day. And that's because like he didn't need her because he like had his identity and like yeah. his worth in God. And like, I, like, I want to be in a relationship, friendship or dating or husband or whatever, wh- whatever it is. Like, I want to be, like, chosen and not exactly. needed. Yeah. No, and that, and it was also, like, so confusing at that time because, like, I didn't see my boyfriend very often because we did long distance. But it was like, okay, well, I physically feel awful about myself, but I also kind of feel like I'm literally, like, only physically being used right now. That's good. And so it was just, like, so bizarre because I was like, okay, well, I hate myself, but also, like, he doesn't, but he also sees that well, I hate myself. You're like, it was just, like, my so wor- confusing. You're like, my worth in my relationship is coming from my body, and so I feel discontent in my body, yeah. you know? But, like, when your worth in a relationship is, like, in your faith and, like, in your... um like capability as like a person and as a child of God like that is what you rest in and like you can be like confident in that because like it's already been given to you you know yeah exactly that's good that's a good I don't know it was just interesting and definitely like God placed him in my life teach me lessons and Mm -hmm. they are lessons that I am very thankful for I like would not be who I am without those lessons so true yeah but it's also like I don't want to go through that again yeah I like what you're saying about gratitude and I remember like when I first was going through my breakup I met with one of my friends who's a little bit older than me so like I kind of view her more as like a mentor or like a role model but sister yeah she's awesome Meredith if you're listening to this I love you so much but um she said she was kind of reflecting on a past relationship that she's had and she ended up uh, meeting up with the guy and like having a conversation with him and she was like you hurt me so badly and literally like I don't know just brought me to a place that I never thought I'd get out of but I'm so thankful for you because like because of you and because of that relationship that we had like I've learned so much like from who I am and like yeah I've grown in my relationship with God so much and I remember her telling me that and I was like shut up like I will literally never say that about I know the situation that I'm in because I'm so mad my feelings are so hurt all this stuff but now I can like confidently say that I am so thankful for that relationship that I had because I literally would have nothing that I have today without it and that goes for just like my circumstances my emotions like the things that I've learned and like my relationship with Christ yeah it was horrible it was so bad but I would do it all again because like I like wouldn't have I wouldn't do all of it (laughs) I wouldn't do all of it again but like 
I, like, I literally probably wouldn't have my job, which has given me so much, like, purpose and direction, like, in my life, and I wouldn't have so many of the other relationships that I have right now, like, God, like, you know, works all things together for good, like, according to his purpose, and every single thing he worked for good, and I am so, so thankful for that. Oh, same. Like, I made so many mistakes, I did so many stupid things, and I, 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 like, confess that, and I, like, am so apologetic and, like, sorry for those things, but hopefully, like, he can say the same thing about me, that he's grateful that that happened, and again, that just, like, goes back to what I was saying about, like, loving people differently, like, I... I, I just had to learn how to, like, love him differently, you Same. know? And yeah. I've had to learn how to love friends and people that were really close to me differently after situations that have happened. But I don't know. Ultimately, like, any way that somebody has sinned against me, I've sinned a 100 times more against God, and he still extends forgiveness to me. So I'm going to do my do best to extend yeah. that forgiveness to other people and pray that they do the same for me, no, too. No, and I remember, like, thinking, like, I would not have had, like, my first semester freshman year would have been awful if, like, I didn't have him to, like, FaceTime every couple days because we both, like, didn't have those friends we were looking for yet. And so, like, literally without him, like, first semester, like, it would not have, like, I just, I don't know what I would have done. Um, But it's definitely, like, I think back to our relationship and I feel like sometimes it's, like, encouraged to be angry and be, like, no, like, F you, like, I don't want to... TP their house. Yeah, and, like, I remember going to work, and the girls who are literally, like, in their 40s, they're like, okay, so where am I going to slash his tires? I'm like, okay, no, we're not doing that. No. But, like... It doesn't make you feel better. But it's also, like, I think about it, and it's like, he did (laughs) what was... He thought was best for him, and I did what Mm -hmm. I thought was best for me, and, like, I can't ask for more than that. Like... Yeah, I think it's all just a perspective change of oh, yeah, rather definitely. than be angry, be grateful. And that is a process. And it took me months to, like, even years, like, to come to a place like that. But it's so worth it. And, like, I just remember hearing the song Great Are You, Lord, and this line that says, like, you restore every heart that is broken. And he truly does. And I thought that I would never, like, get over okay. this, like, breakup I was in. And I know that if you've gone through that, like, I felt I was, like, I was like, I'm, like, not normal. Like, why am I still sad about this? I'm like, literally, why am I crying all the time? Yeah. Like, literally, I had a doctor's appointment the next day, and I was literally, like, crying on the table before the As you should. Oh, I worked the same day, and I was, like, crying in the dishwasher. Like, girls were like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, besides sit at home and cry? (laughs) So, like, whether you're, like, struggling with friends or relationships, just, like, know that God has purpose for you and be, like, praying for those relationships and like be like filling yourself and like be just like care of yourself is the best thing you can do in regards to your relationship with Christ in your relationship with others because I notice like when I'm like feeling bad about myself or like in a bad mood like I am not nice to other people like at like if I notice, like, if it's hard to love myself that day, like, it is really hard to love others that day. Yeah, and that's why, like, you have to, like, have your daily bread and, like, be in the Word and, like, be in prayer and just, like, re- Like, uh, if you go through, like, Ephesians 1 and 2, like, there are so many attributes of us that God gives Mm -hmm. us. And, like, if you just remind yourself of those things, like, I am holy, I am blameless, I am an ambassador of Christ. Like, Like, fill your mind with truth. And that, like, will carry you into the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts? 
Um, I literally feel like we've been talking for like 10 oh, years. Oh, I told you this is going to be long. I feel like every time we get together, it's always a really long conversation. Yeah. Because all we we do, both talk. We talk it's the only like, child thing. We just is, talk. I'm like, mom, like I'm bored. And like, who else am I going to talk to besides myself? Um, <laughs> oh, I talked to, I had a lot of imaginary friends. Oh, I didn't have any, which was kind of weird. I feel like for an only child. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just used to talking as you can tell as I continue to talk. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking with me. Thanks for having me. I'm definitely going to come back. I'm gonna oh, come yeah, back you'll be back. Again. I remember I listened after Olivia's um, episode, and I was like, so uh, when can I come on? We It was Molly's birthday on Tuesday, and, like, we were kind of planning of, like, what she wanted to do for her birthday. And, and I was like, record the podcast. Yeah, and w- she was like, or I think we were like, oh, like, we can get ice cream, like, Monday night or something. And she was like, well, no, like, I'm recording... Like, the podcast with Susie. I was like, Molly, we can do that another day. Well, but you post on Friday, and it is literally Friday at okay, 4 Okay, last so. episode, I told I told everyone that was canceled because okay. I just can't be bothered with that. Okay. I'm, it's fine. just like whenever the Lord has something to say is when I'll make a podcast. Yeah. And sometimes it's not on a Friday. Um, I don't know. Cozy note. Um, really, honestly, just, like, pray more. And time. Yeah. Time really heals. Time does Sometimes heal. it feels weird like I remember like I came into school being like oh, I'm not gonna cry about my relationship anymore like when I'm gonna talk about it because like okay I don't cry on like a regular basis oh, about it oh not about not it. about it yeah. no in general yeah but I remember <laughs> like I like my all my friends were with me like during the breakup and you're like my first friend at school that didn't know me then and so when we had our little fresh friday date and you were like okay what's the deal like you talk about it what actually happened i remember like getting choked up like three times and i was like why is this still happening to yeah me? it's okay like, it's there's normal. no time limit yeah yeah relationship and like yeah relationships are hard and but they're like such a beautiful part of life and so i think that's just where like a lot of your faith in god like has to really come through is just yeah. trusting that he is good and that he has good things for you and that exactly. it's so like cliche and like Sunday school vibes but, like when God is taking something away it truly is to give you something better exactly and I would say if you're feeling like unhappy or lonely in relationships like right now and you really don't want to hang out with certain people like literally turn towards God yeah and like he is supposed to he is your friend yeah, and in both circumstances in my life where I was, like, really desiring, like, just, like, Christ-like friends, and I just needed people in my life, God, like, delivered. Oh, same. And I it definitely like, didn't happen overnight, but, like, I just was so did. prayerful. Oh, I remember word. reading my journal, and then a week later, I was like, so I do already have friends. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that kind of happened for me first semester, but... Even with my friends Grace and Stella in high thank school. Thank you, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, thank you, Miley. Like, she, like God uses the craziest oh, things. The like he's just things. he's just so funny. Like God definitely like has like a fat sense of humor. Like he's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just just trust. Like it's so hard, and yes. I get it. But um, just trusting that he like will provide, and you know he's not going to just like forget about you. Like no. <laughs> he knows your lonely, heart. But like he's there. Yeah, and also, like, if you are in, like, a lonely season, like, use this time to get as close to God as you can, because there's going to be other seasons of your life where you're super busy, and it's hard to, it's hard to make that time, yeah. and so, like, use this season to get as close to God as you can, and through your pursuance of Him, He will just, like, place other people besides you that are running, like, at that same pace. Yeah. 
Yeah. So okay. word um note to everyone stay away from guys who play track. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end with that. Okay. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Bye.